Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist podcast. My name is Connor McKenna. And I'm Rebecca Hart. And uh, we are back. Sorry I was away for a couple of weeks, a bunch of stuff happened and I need to sort that out. But uh, we are back. I'll be uploading two episodes this week. One with Rebecca, one with Carl. It's like a... It's not a competition, so there's no voting of which episode you like better. But, uh... Do it. Yes. So, there's no Iron Fist news. He appears in an upcoming variant for War of the Realms, but other than that, uh, nothing. There's that talk of Hulu picking up the Netflix shows, maybe. I don't know. Not paying much attention, because everything on the internet is a lie, unless... There's 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 honestly just no point in paying any attention until there's actual concrete... Yeah, exactly. Because um, at the moment just everyone's just trying. Well, at the moment everyone's just trying to get clicks for their random geeky website by uh, by sort of stirring this pot of like, ooh, maybe we'll hear about this. Mm. Ooh, it's like you'll hear about it when you'll hear about it. Like guaranteed, they... it's not going to be off some like random site off the internet. Yeah. It'll be like Hollywood Reporter or Variety or Marvel. You know, so it... it's not going to be like any anywhere else. It truly is the scourge of our time, clickbait. It's gotten it's gotten so much worse over like the past couple of years. Yeah. Is it because of the trending stuff? Like, is that why it's just because the internet's been around for ages? But this is like a new. I think not it's, new, but it's getting out of control. Well, I think we notice it more because like a lot of it is now the the topics we're interested in because That's the true. films are yeah. much more front and center. And also, to be fair. Things like the Marvel Netflix thing and what's happened with the DC films. And by that I mean the whole Snyder Cut thing and then the toing and froing over how many they've announced versus how many they've actually got into production. Not anything like else. It, it all, like, unfortunately, is kind of is a rumour goldmine. Yeah. You know, like, if you go from the, the casting of the Marvel uh, Netflix shows through casting for the Marvel films, but, and then on the DC side, it's like, oh, Nightwing announced, oh, Batgirl announced, and, like, we've, we've not seen many of those progress. Yeah. So, um, and so I'm, I'm like, if you take out all the negative ones, just in a point of, like, rumours that you can use, because people are dying for information about their favourite characters. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's not quite the same with things like news and books, and, because <laughs> they books just aren't as fast moving um yeah. but everyone's well, kind of you flip in... the pages really fast but, <laughs> but books yeah. uh but like, you know like everyone's in this kind of comic book reality now like whichever ones you like and whichever ones you don't like you're always yeah. kind of interested and the fact that they've all got like top tier actors getting involved as well yeah you know so you could yeah. say things like ben affleck or annette benning people that you possibly you know uh what's her name uh nicole kidman people you wouldn't necessarily have ever thought would be in a comic book film now you know yeah al pacino and his love for marvel you know like so uh it's kind of you know i think we're all in that bubble but also there's a lot there's a lot of of rumors that you can and everyone wants to be the first one to click through mm. because then you get all the re- the money from the adverts. I'm like so shitty about it. I won't click through on any of them. Like unless yeah. it's like one of the big ones and it's official. So what and by that I mean Hollywood Reporter, Variety, um you know the ones that are actually going to announce it. The rest I'll just look at your Twitter cuz like you Even- know 
even Hollywood Reporter just posts rumors sometimes. They do. Like, they do. And, let's, and you have to, like, set, so I don't read their opinion pieces. Yeah. I only read their actual so-and-so in discussion for or so-and-so cast. Because you're right, they've been bullshitting on Shazam a lot. And a lot of people, a lot of these sites are just posting, like, fan photoshops as news. Or, <laughs> or that's just kind of making me laugh. Such creator tweeted this. It's like, that's not news. Uh, if you yeah. want to know it, follow them on Twitter. Yeah, it's like, oh, X congratulated this person, you know, see it here, and it's just a tweet that they made. Yeah, it's like, let me tell um, you, let me... Let me show you how to read, is the basis of those articles. Yeah. Because that's all they are, is like, I'm just going to read it for you and regurgitate it and make money. I, I could go for a while about how much I hate clickbait. You have to, you have to get the news y- yourself now. Like, uh, what's depressing is this country, like, news.com.au is one of the worst news sites ever. But they have the domain, news.com.au, and that's really depressing because yeah. they're a yeah. trashy... Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. So we are back at Power Man and Iron Fist. We are at part two and the final part of this uh, living monolith storyline. Mm. I thought I thought it was a three part for some reason, but when I read through, I remembered it's like, oh, that's right, it's a bunch of. Well, we'll get to it. I haven't <laughs> read through it, so this should be fun. Oh, okay. I'm going in blind. Well, well uh, so this was published June. 1979. Yeah, mm-hmm. just wanted to double check that. Uh, it's so we'll get to the front cover. I really like this front cover. I really like this front cover. It does a lot of good work. Yeah, and it's uh, bang. This is what's in the comic. Well, mm-hmm. that's what the cover's saying. This isn't really what's in the comic, but no, but it's like uh, saying woo X Men. Yeah, yeah, guest starring the uncanny X Men and the Av. Power Man, Iron Fist, Cyclops, Nightcrawler, and Storm, all in the hands of, like, this cosmic sort of living monolith dude. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The... Oh, it's Bob Layton cover. Oh, cool. So on the front cover it says, in the hands of the living monolith, and in the inside we get Pharaohs on Broadway. <laughs> Which is a great name. <laughs> yeah. So we come off where we were on last issue... Power Man and Iron Fist are walking into an apartment and this dude's just sitting there. And then they give us like a recap of yep. last issue. And then Iron Fist gives us a recap on the villain. So essentially, this isn't the Living Monolith's first appearance. He's appeared a couple of times before and his powers are sort of tied to Havoc. Uh, he leeches off Havoc. Like either he has to lock Havoc away and then leech off his powers to turn into this giant living uh, pharaoh guy. And so that's obviously brings up the question, where is Havoc? Yes. And, you know, there's there's a cool full page of this guy with, uh, well, a Luke panel in the bottom corner. But, yeah, but it's pretty much you know. a full page of him getting stressed out, having a bit of Kirby crackle in his eyes and mouth. Um... Yes. Uh, and so they try and fight him. He just swats them away and then says goodbye and just leaves by bursting through the yeah. ceiling. But which is like, it, it's kind of funny he bothered to talk to them and to wait and talk to them in the first place if they're yeah. just that insignificant. He just leaves anyway. Yeah. Uh, so he's huge, though. Oh, yeah, he's huge. I looked it up. He's 10 metres or 33 feet. Wow. Uh, so that's very big. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he just he starts moseying downtown 
Um, and I'll, I, I really love his design. Yeah, it's nice. The the villain and backstory is like meh, but like the actual visual design I think mm-hmm. is really awesome. Um, and he's using the power cosmic as yeah. well, which is a, which is a cool power set. Always. Yeah. And which is why his like hands and mouth are all curvy, cosmic sort of yeah. stuff. Um, then we have uh, Colleen, Misty, Cyclops. Uh, I was about to say Nightwing. Uh, yeah, I know. Nightcrawler. I keep doing that as on Nightcrawler and Storm. <laughs> and Storm. And Storm's created like a little storm cloud. It's very cute. Yeah. And they're just they're just talking about because this is the first time Misty and Colleen have been back. Yeah, for ages. Since they've yeah. joined as Heroes for Hire. And she's like, you know, jokingly saying she'll have a word with them about being competition to them, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and then they see uh, the living monolith just burst out the building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Cyclops knows that the, the X-Men, yeah, they, they know the deal with uh, yeah. monolith because he was in their files. And Misty immediately assumes Danny's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously like just, Scott obviously Scott's worried about Havoc. So. Yeah. And Colleen is like, "Hey, you know, yeah. we have no idea really." Cuz like they just they they just think they're in there. They don't, maybe they went to stop and get a burger first before yeah. they They have went no in. idea. And like yeah, they're pretty capable dudes. They survived a lot. Mhm. So, but uh yeah, they start bickering because Cyclops wants to go after the living monolith. And Misty wants to stay and look for survivors, and Cyclops is like, "You're right, of course, we totally should." And I have no I... idea what Cyclops is wearing, by the way. It's hideous. Yeah, and I love him. He looks like Rupert the Bear for anyone who ever saw Rupert the Bear. Um, I like the way they're all drawn. Here. Yeah, the, I, the art's like very Colleen. good. Yeah, Colleen, I really like her yeah. the way she's drawn. Um, and, yeah, so, there's a big skakow, and, uh, it turn- as Iron Fist helpfully tells everyone, <laughs> well, tells Luke, uh, wear out, Luke, lucky you were able to hold up the roof until I could sum up the power of the Iron Fist, and Luke's probably thinking, duh, Danny, I already know that, but, uh, yeah, everyone's happy to see Danny and Luke. Very Danny happy. Misty, Danny yeah, gets have a, kiss. a kiss. Yeah. And then uh, from, gets a hug from, from... From Misty. Like, you know, not a kiss from Luke. But, you know. Or Colleen. <laughs> or Scott. Huh? <laughs> 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 so, yeah, she, he gets a kiss from Misty, and then he gets a hug from Colleen, who calls him old mind mate. Yeah. Uh, Luke, Luke, okay. doesn't, Luke doesn't get any cuddles. Sorry, Luke. <laughs> Luke's still cool for this. Luke's like, oh, he, Luke's introducing himself to the X Men. Yeah, because Danny's met these guys before because yeah. he beat some of them up. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, you didn't. He's probably met Cyclops by this point. I'm guessing. Well, he. I don't int- think it's happened on panel, but he introduced himself. So. Oh, okay. But, but I think you're not wrong. I think they should have. Yeah, I think there's a chance they did. Then we get a really funny. So Luke's like. The good thing that came out of this is because Living Monolith said he's tied up all loose ends, mm-hmm. but uh, he didn't mention Jenny, so 
that's good. But we get a really funny exchange here where, like, Sarkovs is like, we have to stop living monolith. Uh, the X, It's the X-Men's job. Uh, but if you guys want to tag along, that's great. And Luke's like, oh, we have stuff to do first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, but he does say, by the way, he said he's not messing with uh, any X-Men. So he does sort of say Havoc's probably okay. Yeah, but it's still funny because there's like a it's giant hilarious. fire. Like, it's like Godzilla's wreaking yeah. havoc in town. Yeah, he's just like, you're right. some stuff to do. It's like, I'm sure there's giant eye beams coming out now to yeah, some building, yeah. but hey. Um, so they get Misty and Colleen to bodyguard Jenny. Yeah. Look after Jenny while they go off and find the artifacts. And... Uh, married you because that's who hired them and Luke's like well that's our job so we should probably do that yeah and it's like I get that but giant cosmic uh, Egyptian thing tearing up downtown but whatever let's just go let's go do that so they go to the Helwani embassy and yeah. these guys haven't popped up in a while they were in Iron Fist's run mm-hmm. if people remember the famous softball issue where he oh saves their he saves their princess, and then Kumbala Bay, uh, the guy, ends up working for Master Khan. Yeah. So, anyway, these guys exist. Uh, the princess was friendly with Danny, but they're not too friendly here, because Luke knocks on the door, and they're just like, you know, go away. <laughs> <laughs> so, Luke breaks all rules of diplomacy. Yeah, breaks in. <laughs> as an American citizen. <laughs> So, and I love the reaction of that guy in the corner, oh dear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah. He knows, he gets it. Oh dear. As this so door like, goes, squishes someone else. Like, okay, so, spoiler, these guys are bad guys. But, they don't know that. Mm-hmm. You know, they just suspect that. And they're just beating the crap out of all these people. It's like, yeah, they're firing at them, but they just broke into their embassy. So, you know, which you're not actually allowed to do. I can't just kick down the door to a local embassy in my city and expect to be, you know. Yeah, it's, anyway, it's not a good thing to do. They beat everyone up, and then they find some artifacts, but not all of them. And then they find this sort of weird crystal. Mm. And they just, just grab it. Yeah, because, you know. Yeah. And then we, we, we come to the rampage of Living Monolith just walking through town. <clears throat> Uh, although he hasn't, re- it doesn't look like he's destroying anything. No, he seems to be going down the street. But Cyclops is burning his leg. Yeah, and he's not really noticing anyone except for Nightcrawler, who's annoying him by constantly bamfing up to his face. Yeah. And Cyclops is like, I really hope he doesn't catch Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> and so Danny picks up the pyramid, and then we get a what? Who dares from the living monolith? And he turns around and he walks. Uh, he looks so cool. I love I love him just walking through. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Streets. Um, so he he goes. He starts. He decides to go after Jenny Royce at this point. Yeah. And he finds her pretty quick. Yeah. Like immediately. Yeah. So uh, Storm picks up Jenny, and uh, anyway, well, we cut to we cut to Danny and Luke. Trying to, oh god! <laughs> I mean, the, the plot's all that complicated, but there's just so much messing around. So they they yeah. come across this truck 
driven by one of the Hawani guys because yeah. he's just wearing the exact same outfit as everyone else, which yeah, they comment. Yeah, sure is, yeah. Um, and uh, so they break in, and they find a coffin in the back, and they <laughs> yeah. find Mary Jew inside. Hi. And uh, he's very grateful that they found him, as I would be, because that would suck. Mm-hmm. So we get... Um, so as they open the coffin, we get a panel of the living monolith, and he's, he's stating that he's losing he's power. Losing power, yeah. Yeah. So we get some exposition from Mary Jew. Uh, slightly confusing exposition, like really convoluted. And essentially, he's taken these two other professors and put them in ancient coffins that were dug up. And he has them at certain points in the city, so they're creating some sort of cosmic pyramid that's giving him power. Mm-hmm. So they got to go open the other sarcophagi to drain all of his power. And there's like there's a lot of like flavor text, like ooh, you know, beneath the Valley of the Kings, we were buried for millennia, etc. Yeah, um, but it's not any more important. Yeah, not really. Nothing memorable enough to read out. Uh, yeah. And it also goes in how, you know, he's a renowned... The, the guy was a renowned Egyptologist, uh, Professor uh, Adbol. And I'm not... I think this guy's being possessed. Yeah, possibly. It doesn't really say, but I feel like he might be possessed. Because I haven't read the previous appearances with Living Monolith. But um, if, if I... No, I don't think I have. A, I... If I did, it would have been at the time. So, <laughs> yeah. like, too long. So, anyway, they're pretty much just... Uh, they decide they'll call the cops and get them to track them down and open them, because that'd be way faster. Mm-hmm. And uh, Storm is trying to fly away from Living Monolith, and it doesn't work. Yeah, he does this he grabs her. Moment. Yeah, he grabs her and Jenny, and then we get a great... Uh, <laughs> an awesome moment where Luke tips over... Yeah. The monolith. Like, he's just grabbed him. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love it, because Luke's so small. He's tiny. He's, like, reaches yeah. his ankle. Yeah, and he tips him over, and it's great. Um, but, you know, he's, he's pretty powerful. Yeah. And so they're, they're bantering back and forth. You know, yeah, it was me, sucker. You miserable little maggot. Blah, blah, blah. And then the power starts leaving him. And he drains back, dwindles back into the professor. And then we have, you know, everyone's gathering around him. And uh, Cyclops is like, oh, don't know how you did it, Cage, but thanks. Mm-hmm. And uh, blah, blah, blah. Danny's like, so what do you know about this crystal? Don't know it. It isn't, it isn't any part of any known archaeological find. So Danny goes, as long as it exists, it may be a threat to human lives and to the real archaeological treasures of this world. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Danny. Okay. So slowly, reluctantly, Iron Fist summons up his chi, his inner strength, channeling it down into his hand until that hand becomes like a thing of iron. You missed unto like a thing of iron, but, you know. Eh, so close he, enough. he smashes it. Uh, it's a pretty cool panel where it gets smashed, but it's yeah. also like, I mean, maybe someone could have studied that. Yeah, it seems a little and it bit could have helped. naughty. Yeah, but you know, Danny's Danny's kung fu man. Yeah, he does. He views the world in the kung fu lens, yeah. so smack. <laughs> mm. 
gone without a trace. I wonder if we'll ever know what it really was. I don't know. Maybe he could have taken it to like Doctor Strange or Reed Richards, and they would have known what it was. But uh, you know, whatever. And uh, then looks like you can worry about that tomorrow. Right now, we got us some celebrating to do. Yeah. Our first official case together was a success. Yeah, it's crazy. This is their first case, and this happens. So, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's their first yeah. decent case. And and all folks who helped us along are welcome to join the party. He just wants a party. Yeah. And next, El Aguila. So, um, that was like, I thought, I I liked the artwork in that issue. The artwork's really strong, actually. Uh, And there's a lot to draw because you've got all the X-Men in as well. So. Yeah. And like, uh, if you're expecting like a big fight between them and the monolith, though, you don't get that. No. Like, you get Luke tipping him over, but other than that, like, nothing they do to the monolith hurts him, which I do like. It's it's unusual, but good unusual. Yeah, but it, it's just it feels like a bit of an anticlimax because I remember. Yeah. You know, you sure. think this will be like a three parter and there'll be like an epic showdown, but they just call some cops and open some tombs and then like take him out pretty easily. So I'm not like I'm I'm curious if there was any behind the scenes stuff like if this was planned to be longer mm. or something. Yeah, maybe. But uh, you know, cool villain design. Uh, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't boring, except for like the really heavy exposition part, which was a bit confusing. Uh, but, it was just. Know. It was just very wordy, like in a way that probably wouldn't cut it in comics now. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, uh, good issue though. Solid issue. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, it like it's, it doesn't take long. There's not much to talk about in it. It doesn't take long to cover. No, so. um, there's nothing because there's nothing that really carries on. It's nice to have the girls back. Um, yeah. There is yeah, that they, the they um, there is the kind of ki- the immediate kiss, and nobody thinking it's weird, um, and which is good. And and you have a crossover with the X Men. So, but there's nothing like, yeah, well, mini crossover with them. (laughs) I mean, uh, the plot's a little bit, yeah, there's too much exposition and there's like, oh, no, you don't need to worry, Scott. Because you get the feeling that would have actually made a really interesting case. Yeah, this this could have easily been a lot longer and had like all sorts of layers of things to do and people to fight. Um, You know, what, what if Havoc's at this guarded compound in Egypt... Mm-hmm. surrounded by people or if he's trapped in this prison in a different dimension like this it's kind of what you'd expect from this story but uh you don't really get that and like the the living monolith is kind of a loser yeah <laughs> like he um like the design's really awesome but like he just yeah he just doesn't seem that like he's not cosmic at all he's just this dude no yeah he's just and um, yeah it's kind of like yeah i i feel like i would like to read more with him so. Yeah, well, he's been he's been around in a few yeah. things. Uh, like I looked at, he has a Wikipedia page and like a fair few appearances. So, uh, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But yes. So I am wondering, <laughs> like, how long we've actually recorded this episode for? 
because I don't want to publish like a 15 minute episode. <laughs> I think it's probably more than 15 minutes. I think. Uh, wait a second, let me have a look. Because uh, we 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 talked a lot off air beforehand. Uh, that's a fair point. Well, you can always combine them if it's really short. Yeah, maybe. Well, listeners, that was a glimpse behind the curtain, as it were. Yeah. Mmm. Yes. So, okay, why don't we talk about... Uh, why don't we briefly talk about... Uh, what was that? Okay, I, don't, I haven't seen any Marvel movies recently. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, because, like, man, I think, wait, wasn't the last one Infinity War that I saw? Yep, yep. So, yeah. Next, next one's next week. Do you know if Ray Park can act? Um, I don't think he can act amazing. Yeah. Because we all, well, people have been sharing it recently, but we all know he was cast as Iron Fist a ways back. Yeah. When they were going to do a movie. Um, and everyone's like, ooh, he'd be awesome. I was like, he can do the martial arts, but... I, I I don't think I would have liked him, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I think he'd... Uh, if he could act, which I don't know, I think he'd be a good Orson Randall. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. But everyone yeah. also wanted um, Scott Atkins, Atkins as well, didn't they? And I've, I don't think he's the world's greatest actor either. Like, I like him. I think he's a really mm. nice guy. And his, yeah, definitely. And I'm his not, fighting's not, yeah. amazing. Um, I really want to see his latest film though because it looked really good but I think it went straight to DVD so I've got to try and pin it down sometime like Adventure Man was it Adventure Man? Something Man what um, if they just did uh, did you ever see Hercules in New York? no uh, well that that was Arnold Schwarzenegger um, back in the 60s it was black and white and well, it was Hercules in New York but they just dubbed over him with another actor because they didn't think his acting was good enough So, well it's kind of what happened to Ray Park with Darth Maul isn't it was he dubbed over I think so he doesn't even he says like two lines at last we will have our revenge no maybe he wasn't then I mean no but you could be right it wouldn't surprise me I mean he wasn't exactly standout as Toad in X-Men films it's the only other thing were, I know ooh, he's played uh, yeah well I mean, again, he didn't. He didn't have to do much. So, speaking of X Men, the Dark Phoenix trailer dropped, which I didn't watch. I haven't seen it yet either because I've been away from home, and uh, without a lot of access to. Uh, yes, access this... to the internet, so I haven't wanted to watch like trailers and stuff. So, will this be our first X Men without a Wolverine cameo? Yeah, probably. It's kind of sad, really, because mm-hmm. you're just so used to them. I watched Logan again the other day. Oh, so um, good. It's so depressing. I love it. I love depressing. Oh, no, it's great. I-, I love it. It's great. But, like, it is It is really depressing. Like, And yeah. I just – I have mixed feelings about Charles Xavier, the founder of the X-Men, accidentally killing X-Men because he had a seizure and then getting buried in a ditch later on in the movie. It's, it's a great movie, but as an end for the X-Men, it's uh, – you know, kind of like... I don't know. I like it. I don't mind that. I think it shows some of the sadness of dementia. And Oh, no, definitely. It was yeah. great. But yeah, you're right. Of course it's depressing. I mean... Yeah. You know, of course it is. But th- this series of movies, I guess we're not counting the young ones, they should really be called Wolverine and the X-Men. Probably. Um, and I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I'm just saying that would be a more accurate, I think, advertising of... 
yeah, yeah, probably. It's just I think the thing is that like I don't know. I mean, like none of these things are really advertised as they are. Yeah. The X Men got them what they wanted. I mean, to be honest, most of them should be called Mystique and the X Men. Um, oh. Right? Yeah, I know, but because she's the one who's been forced in. You know, Wolverine at least is in the X Men more. You know, generally. Like, because, yeah, Wolverine was in the first movie as the point of view character for the audience. Yeah. And they realized, hey, Hugh Jackman is really killing it as Wolverine, so he gets a bigger role, yeah. which is good. But uh, the Jennifer Lawrence mystique was like, oh, she won an Oscar, let's force the plot to sort of... And also she seems to have, like, less and less makeup on for it. Yeah, I've heard that it's just CGI. I, I saw, I saw a, a thing comparing it. And my god, it looks bad. Like when you see them all from like film to film. Yeah, like you look at you look at back in two thousand, the original X Men with uh, I can't remember the name of the actress. But, uh, uh, Rebecca Romaine. She was oh Rebecca. <laughs> yeah. She was really great as Mystique. I thought. Um, no, I thought she was fantastic. And, and like, well, she, I didn't even mind. Saber Jer- like, and Toad were bad, but I didn't mind Jennifer Lawrence in the first one. Like that she was no, the in. first one she was fine. But then it, it was just days of future past onwards. Like yeah, because she just they say they were just forcing her in the plot because they had her. And, like uh, the Sentinels use her power to steal other mutants' powers, and it's like no, that's Rogue's power. And why the hell Shouldn't was she even in Rogue? Apocalypse? I mean, look, Apocalypse is bad enough as it was. It I, I watch Apocalypse just for Magneto because he's in the movie. I love and, Magneto. Like, no, I, yeah. I, I I'm totally with you there, but like. It was so bad. Any film where you have Oscar Isaac and you choose to put cover him in prosthetics. It's a pretty bizarre casting choice, honestly. Yeah, especially as like when you're you have him and while you're taking his clothes off, you refer to him as a god, and then you put prosthetics on him. But whatever, mm. whatever. Yeah, his, it's, it's his so... birthday's the same day as mine, so we're birthday oh, okay. buddies. <laughs> your birthday buddy. Oh yeah, birthday buddy. Send him a birthday card. I will, but I don't know if I've got time. Yeah, you're too busy for Oscar Isaac. Well, I'd make time. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, but uh, I guess this will be the last X Men movie though in the Fox universe. I anyway. mean, yeah. Like, I just literally just read before we sat down that New Mutants hasn't even finished some of its reshoots. So I, I, we're not going to see New Mutants, are we? I feel like Logan's the real last X-Men movie but because that's because like actually is. at the end. Yeah. And that was, you know, it, it started with, you know, Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, it's a like, much, it's, really a much more, it's a much more satisfactory ending. Yeah, but... even though everything ends horribly, it's still Yeah. Yeah. I I mean that in the it start it ends with the people it started with. Yeah, and it's good, which is important. <laughs> it it helps. Yeah, it, it, it good it being a good movie helps. Yeah. So, yeah. but uh, I'll I'll watch Dark Phoenix. I probably won't watch it in the theater, but I've watched them all. I mean, I got through. I, got I watch through everything. Apocalypse. Of course, I'll watch it. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and yeah, but I think another thing with her just having CGI makeup, it could be maybe she's not around long. Well, in the movie. oh well, like, we probably shouldn't talk about that. Uh, but they've spoiled certain aspects of the oh, film. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, the... I was just speculating, because I know... And I, I'm not talking about, about clickbait sites. I'm talking about the director. Ew. Wait, he spoiled... How does that happen? 
right? How does that happen? I I have no idea how, why, why you okay, would well. do that. Um, I mean, I don't think it's all CGI. I think she's got a tiny bit of prosthetics, but not very much. But yeah, I don't yeah. understand like why anyone would spoil any aspect of their film. But hey, yeah, yeah, that's strange. Then again, like that's what trailers do. Because apparently, I watched Get Out ages ago, but apparently the trailer ruins the plot of that movie. I yeah, I haven't seen the trailer for that. So um, I've seen the film. Yeah, and it was okay. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, you started following me on Letterbox. I Yay. did. I see I'm home, so I'm actually like checking things properly because uh-huh. I, when I'm in London, I'm always like, you know, rushing to the theatre. It's, it's very hard to do more than check immediate stuff and everything else. I come home and I'm just like, oh, what are all these things I'm supposed to do? I went, I went a bit crazy on Letterbox because I've been so bored, so I've just been, yeah. I tried anyway. really, last year I tried really hard to keep up with it. And then I think this year I just went, uh, I'm not even going to bother. Um, but like, I, so I have like, keep up with it. like start at the beginning, of, like make a list of all the films I'd seen that year and actually oh, had it as a separate okay. group and uh, just completely lost track about June or something. So I haven't even started this year, but I should add some stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I have a few no, friends I... who are on it, so. Cool. Yeah, you, I have two friends on it now. Yay. Mm. Yes, if you want to follow... Uh, I use the podcast Twitter on Letterboxd, so you can find me on Letterboxd oh, if cool. you want. Yeah, um, do. Go and hassle him and about his terrible taste. Yeah, hassle, hassle me. You think Seven Samurai is good? You suck. Just hassle him about terrible taste. Yeah, I do have... Yeah. All right, well... I think that filled us out a bit. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, until next time, dear listeners, uh, if you see like this weird crystal pyramid, just destroy it immediately. Yes. Unless you just... want to see a giant dude wandering through your city, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Which is also kind of cool. So it depends yeah. what mood you're in. Yeah. If you're feeling really misanthropic that day, maybe just let it go. Yeah. Just um, see how you feel. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, peace. Take care, bye. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, The Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Artist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. I'd like to thank Thomas Tissot for composing the Iron Fist theme song we use at the start of our Iron Fist episodes on the podcast. 
I'd also like to thank Peter John Sikorsky for composing the Power Man and Iron Fist theme we use at the start of our Power Man and Iron Fist episodes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening. <laughs>